This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Sharifa Hardy, who is the CEO of In The News PR and host of Ask Sharifa Videocast and Podcast, author of Signs You Might Be an Entrepreneur, How to Discover the Entrepreneur in You. Thank you for coming on today. You are welcome. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. So how did you get started in the profession you are in? How did you kind of get to the 2019 you? Um, a lot of struggles, a lot of challenges, but um, you learn from those challenges. It all started in 1994 when I created my first website. And I knew then the internet was the only way for somebody to make money and to work from home. And so that started this 25-year journey in which I talked about when I just released my book. That's where the book came about. So after being laid off seven times, after just a lot of ups and downs. I learned a lot. And so I began to focus on my company and me. So that's in the news PR, as well as my video cast, which I help business owners and entrepreneurs have a platform to discuss their products and services. How were you able to overcome and kind of get to, to now and instead of you know giving up or kind of feeling sorry for yourself? I, I think that question, I always answer that question and I always, I'm kind of surprised. I appreciate the question, not from you personally, but when people say, like, how did you not give up? It, I, there was no give up button. There was no option. There was no other way. I had to figure it out, especially being a mom. That's what started this 25 years ago when I had my daughter. All I wanted to do was just be a stay-at-home mom, have her, be able to watch her take those first steps. That was my driving passion. And so over the last 25 years, when I would get laid off, it was something that would be completely unexpected. I, I didn't have options. I didn't have choices. You know, I just had to get up, figure out the next step because the kids were like, mom, uh, we need dinner. Yeah, uh, there's no safety net in that situation. So it's either you have to do something and, and that's the only option. Yes, absolutely. So in terms of kind of... Uh, recommendations for entrepreneurs i know it's 2019 and obviously you became an entrepreneur some time ago but what are some of the things you can recommend for people that want to become entrepreneurs or for entrepreneurs in general the first thing i would say is find your why i think if you listen to any successful person they'll really tell you the same thing what is your why if your why is not strong enough to move you in order to be an entrepreneur then I don't see the likelihood of you being successful that great because our why is is the thing that we wake up every morning for. It's the thing that, you know, it could be a person, it could be whatever it is, but why are you doing it? And especially in 2019, a long time ago, people had the safety net of working for jobs for 25 years, 30 years and retiring from those jobs. Now, because a lot of people are in this freelancer type entrepreneurial spirit, most people will be at a job for a couple of years. Employers don't expect employees to be at that job for longer than a couple of years. And so we kind of 
get what we can get from that experience and move on. So it's always for me, the why. The why is what's going to make you keep going and keep taking that next step. No, I agree. And especially I'm coming from kind of the digital marketing field. I've been doing it for 10 years. If you are working for someone or agency, you're usually kind of jumping every one or two years, like you suggested. And with the job scene and environment changing to, like you said, freelance and people doing work remotely, that's kind of had had to have jobs and companies adjust to that kind of you know, working environment. So they don't necessarily expect people working for them for 20, 25 years, like you said. And the economic climate is never, you know, a sure thing. So people that have been at jobs 15, 20 years, you know, get laid off. So absolutely. So what motivates you to succeed? I know it's kind of a general question and it's, you know, probably your family or something else, but what motivates you personally to kind of succeed? I would, I love to help people. That's the only way I can answer that question. I love to help people, you know, and being somebody who's in PR, in marketing, in, you know, a business consultant, I can't say that I'm successful unless my clients are successful. So part of my goal is to make sure that all of my clients, anyone that I work with, is successful. So that's really what motivates me and what drives me. The other thing is the phone just rings. You know, I get the call where someone says, you know what, I don't know who you are, or I don't know what you do, but Roman said, ask Sharifa. So the majority of my calls come from referrals. So when the phone rings and people have questions or they need help, I have to, you know, keep going and answering those questions. No, I agree. And especially in marketing, like your body of work is what defines you. So the the better you do for your clients, the better result you are as a marketer. So obviously, if you do a good job, you're you're looked at as, you know, a top marketer or someone to come to. If you don't do a good job, then no one's going to come for future business. So like you said, it's important to do a good job and focus on clients. Absolutely. So in this whole time, this is a question that kind of stumps people but I like to ask it anyway so what's one thing that you had as a adversity and you turned it into a strength so obviously you've been in the space for some time now and something that you may have struggled with that now you use to your advantage I struggle oh that's an good question good question Roman I like that question it really is speaking I'm a very shy person I'm a very introverted person even now when I get nervous I laugh and it's just my way of kind of coping. And so taking someone who's very nervous and who's shy about speaking, and that's what I do for a living. I'm a video cast host. You know, I speak to people for a living. I talk to them for a living. And I was I was always a talker all of my life. You know, some for some people I talk too much. I'm sure you find it hard to believe. <laughs> so but I took that what came natural to me and what I love to do. I love to talk. I love to speak. I love to help people. And I turned it into a career. If I have the opportunity, I don't necessarily like go out and talk to people. Like if it's, you know, a public area, I like to, you know, find the person that I know and, and talk to them. So I think having a podcast and talking to people, it's helped with that and networking a lot because you're kind of forced to do it. And if you want to be successful, you need to overcome some things and some discomforts in order to get to the next level. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, this is what I found. Let me just tell you one of the things that I noticed that changed in me in the way I look at potential clients. When I first started taking on clients, I literally believed everything that people would tell me. Like, for instance, they hate their job. They hate their boss. They hate their commute. 
um, they don't want to work at at this, you know, in this career. That's why they're starting their own business and they want my help. But what I found is that's not necessarily true. Those same people who have all those hates, you know, that's a strong word, but they hate everything about what they're currently doing. They years later, 20 years later, are still at that same job, still at that same position, because there's something that's holding them there that they're not going to make that change. Now, a lot of places now, you'll find the one thing that's holding people to certain jobs is health benefits. You know, that maybe the employee needs those health benefits, or they have a spouse, a child, a relative who needs those health benefits. So they're not going to step out. It's too dangerous of them for them to step out without those health benefits, you know, but it could be a lot of different things why people want to be an entrepreneur, want to start their own business, but they don't usually. And that's, you know, one of the things that I focus on is I had to get laid off seven times before I decided to become self-employed, before I decided to be a business consultant, because I gathered all of that experience. However, if I had not been laid off, I would have still been at at least a few of those jobs, a few of those positions. No, I agree. And I think the experience of uh, being laid off or some people getting fired, I think they dwell on that situation where it's like something's wrong with them, that the employer let them go. And some people can't get over it or hold on to it, you know, or, you know, or get depressed about it sometimes. But be- just because you part ways with an employer doesn't make you any more or less, you know, of a person, a- a- an intelligent person or someone that's destined for something more or can contribute something more at another company or doing something for themselves? I think at some point, and and I think this has changed over time because I really do not believe that it's always been this way. But what what I see now is people are beginning to recognize that if I can do this, you know, and I'm employee of Romans, then I can go and do this for myself. One of the things that has has changed in this time frame is that I don't know, you know, when you had your first computer, but back, you know, a long time ago, 25 years ago, computers were huge. They were big. They were, we didn't have the laptops where everyone just carried one around and, you know, did, did their work from anywhere. Printers were huge. Copiers were huge. These were things that most people only had access to at work or at an office or at a particular building. Now it's more common for people, especially executives, to have some sort of you know, home office, whether they work there five days a week or three days a week, but executives, people tend to have, you know, work remote. It's it's just more common nowadays, but that's because of technology and technology has allowed us to make those advances. I remember my first job out of high school was working for Transworld Airlines. I was 18 years old and I started this job and I noticed that they were faxing reservations to the passengers, you know, 18 years old, straight out of, you know, a business high school. I wanted to know why they didn't email reservations to the passengers. And their response to me was, this is the way we've always done it. This is the way we'll always do it. So in 2019, we, we like it, it seems unheard of that they didn't understand technology and the ability to email, but they're also out of business today. We have to be able to change. We have to be able to grow in order for any company to be successful. No, I agree. And I think that adaptability and willing to change is very important. Like if you look at the Fortune 500 company list from now to 50 years ago, there's only a fraction of companies that are still on it. Absolutely. 
and embracing technology also as an entrepreneur or someone getting into working for themselves or even at another company that's going to work to your advantage. So anything that I always recommend, if a new technology comes out or a new platform, try to play around with it a little bit and learn it. So you have kind of the upper hand if your company or if you want to you know, target clients for that specific thing, you have that expertise under your belt. That makes perfect sense. One of the things that happened to me when I kept getting laid off is I felt real bad. You know, it was emo- it was very emotional for me. Most people don't take that into account. It's very emotional to keep, you know, losing job after job after job. And I thought that it would be more difficult for me to find a job. And I had one interview that I still remember where the gentleman looked at my resume and he said, you have the resume of an engineer because I have so many different skill sets so many different things that I can do. And so now being a business owner, I have I can operate every aspect of business. And so that's one of the things I always talk to entrepreneurs about is you want to have your why. You definitely want to have your why, your reason why you're doing whatever it is that you do. And also make sure that it's your passion, something that you enjoy doing. People always ask me, what is the one business or the one product or service that's guaranteed to make money? And I always answer the the question the same way. It's the business that you're willing to do day in and day out. That's it. It, There's no longer answer. You have to operate. You have to work your business every day, just like a job. You know, if that's one of the things I talk about in my book, a lot of people consider themselves entrepreneurs just because they're not, they don't have a job that doesn't make them an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur is someone who's interested in solving problems. An entrepreneur can solve problems that most people don't even know exist. Problems that people haven't ran into yet. They're looking, always looking for some sort of solution. And then they work day in and day out to make that solution available to help more people. So it's not just not working that makes someone an entrepreneur. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think having all those skill sets kind of putting together and understanding the different types of, you know, jobs you've had on your resume can be put together and make you a better business operator because you know how, you know, those specific areas help your business function. Absolutely. So what's one takeaway you can leave with the audience, personal or professional? Always be positive. I'm just going to say that it's Monday. I love Mondays. I love the energy of a Monday, but just be positive. That's, you know, one of the things I tell my kids, my kids are 22 and 25 now. I just tell them always be positive in every situation because I've been in situations where, you know, people have been getting laid off or they've lost their job or we're losing their job. And people have said to me, oh, you know what? You were always so positive. You were always so happy. You always did a good job. Come work with me over here. And I got new positions because now that door had closed. And I had to find different opportunities. So no matter what it is, whether it's personal, you know, just be positive. Always take the high road. Always just be nice to people, help people, serve people, bless people. And you'll have an amazing life. No, I agree. I mean, the only other option is be positive or negative. And being negative is only going to bring you down, bring your, you know, health down, your mindset down. So focusing on positive things and being positive, especially on a Monday, regardless of what your your situation, it's going to have a brighter horizon than, you know, being negative. You, you have to go through the week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity to be a guest on your show. No problem. Thank you for stopping by. So can you tell the audience how they can find you and some of the things you may have going on? 
Absolutely. My website is AskSharifa.com. Um, they can always contact me directly at 562-822-0965. Again, that number is 562-822-0965. And I always offer people a free consultation. If they like to discuss their business with me, I can give them my advice based on 25 years of experience. But I also have my video cast where I interview entrepreneurs through Zoom video conferencing and it's streamed live through Facebook. And we just talk about their business, their product and the story behind their business and also my in the news PR company. So if someone wants to do more podcasts, more opportunities, newspapers, magazine, contact me again at 562-822-0965. Let's, let's talk. Awesome. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.